Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversation with Open Minds. Just wanted to say today, it's been a long time since we've been here, since over the summer. Yes. The last time we've done something. Um, and just kind of wanted to explain very briefly as to why we took a little, little time off. And I would say, man, let me take some time off because, you know, we all went on vacations and stuff like that, did our own thing. And we all had our own little projects that we we're probably doing over the summer. Um, but with that being said, uh, that created some changes that were going to be made to the show as well as to the personnel of the show. And so uh, Noah decided that he didn't no longer want to be a part of this for his own personal reasons, which me and Randall both were okay with. But we both decided that we were going to continue on with the show and kind of see where we could take it from there. So... That explains that. If you have anything to add, Brandon, go right on ahead. <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, like I said, everybody had their summer breaks. We went on vacation. Every, you know, what happened in the world, gas prices went up, food went up, all that different stuff. So in life, you know, you have different, you know, different things happen at different times. So, uh, you know, we just decided to go on. Uh, everybody's still friends. We I don't want anybody thinking that, you know, it's a you know, something's going on, but, you know, in life, people change directions. They pivot. And uh, we wish them the best, and we're just going to keep on moving with the show. And uh, we have a lot of new and exciting topics to talk about. And um, we hope that uh, the new content that we're bringing to you, you'll like listening to. So um, that's all I really have. How you doing, man? And I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. I know, man. I know, man. It's a long summer, hot. It is a lot going on. You Not know, it'll last until November. I know, right? You know how summer is. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep gas in my car with gas going up to, you know, how high it is five five dollars. I think in some places six dollars in some places. That's why I just keep topping off my tank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, five dollars here, five dollars there. I know, I know, but summer was good. Summer was good. We almost threw it. Well, we are through it in some yeah. places, not, not here where we live because yeah. it stays hot. But, but you know, the, uh, if you look at the weather map, the entire United States is like on fire right now, anyway. I know, right? It's coming to an end. Yeah. It's going to be over. All global of it's going to be over. Soon. Global warming does not exist. I know, I know. So, so anyway, man, let's get to it, man. All righty. So today, Mr. Mr. Mr., I guess you can. we've already kind of introduced ourselves. This episode of A Conversation with Open Minds, we have a few things we want to talk about. Um, I, I wouldn't consider them to be hard and heavy, but, you know, just something that I think would give you like food for thought, something to think about from a different perspective as to what you may hear or know on a regular day basis. Uh, so today, the conversation is going to be about a term that is now being used widely and also incorrectly is the term woke. You ask yourself, woke. what is woke? What does that mean? And to some people, it might mean uh, enlightenment. To some people, it might mean something negative as far as, uh, how do you say it? Because I mean, really, if you if you don't know what woke is, how are you gonna know what anti woke is? You know what I'm saying? You you're starting to hear that now, anti. Right. And I guess it depends on what your definition of woke actually is. But um, 
I was looking at that and I was kind of looking around there to see what I can find. And I found that basically around the time of, it says around the time of Michael Brown, the woke term became a little bit more popular basically because of the shootings of the African-American males by the police. Now, it says that, I'm trying to think of how to say it. Just say it, man. Just say it. You just got to let it go. Yeah. Um, well, you know. It, it basically says that the uh, after that, you know, it, the term then became an internet meme, basically, is what it was. And I think that's where the term woke suddenly kind of went off kilter and kind of went in a completely different way. But it really is to encompass a broader awareness, it says, of social inequalities, such as sexism, racism, and now to be able to kind of basically state there there is awareness and you are aware to what is actually going on in the world and to you, so to speak. Um, and you might be able to explain it a little better than I can. Mm-hmm. But it identifies basically politics and social, in, social injustice that's been going on since the beginning. Forever. Of exactly. Um, and, and that's really all it meant. It didn't mean anything negative. It didn't really mean... It, it really just meant kind of basically saying, I know, like, you yeah. know, I know what's going on. Nothing more than really that. Um, but the word in and of itself is now being transcended and used into a much more negative way and used as a political tool, for lack of a better word, to suddenly say that there is a woke movement out there that is trying to do take over the world or whatever the case may be. And mm-hmm. there was nothing like that out there. <clears throat> so here's my thing. Yeah, I step I in because before yeah. we even get into the political aspect of it, because I know where we're going with that. Let's back up a little bit with the whole woke thing. See <laughs> the term, because before it was woke, just woke in parentheses, I'm doing air quotes. It was stay woke. And that came from, um, and I hate to interject. Well, I don't hate to interject because it is what it is. Um, black people have been using that for years, you know, stay woke. I mean, I had to look it up. I know what it is, but I wanted to look it up to give a firm definition of, you know, back in the 30s. That's what it said. You know, a songwriter by the name of Led Belly, L-E-A-D-B-E-L-L-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, he was writing a song about the Scottsboro Boys. So basically, it was a case where I think it was seven to eight black young men got accused of rape of a white woman, which they had no evidence. They had no DNA, no anything. They went before a jury, which was all white. They got um, they got charged and um, they were found guilty. So the case went up and it kept going up to all the way up to the Supreme Court. And of course, it was in the Deep South. So we know in the 30s, we know how the Deep South was. I don't want to have to go and explain all of that. Um, use your imagination. And you, if you've studied history, you understand that. It went all the way up to the Supreme Court and it got overturned. So Led Belly, uh, in one of his songs called The Scottsboro Boys, you can look all this up. It's on the Internet. Um, he said, stay woke, basically stay alert. Mm-hmm. He was talking to... Um, People in this culture, black people, stay alert, understand where you're at, understand your time. You know, through time that went, that went out 
from generation to generation from the 30s. I had I heard it in my family. I'm sure you've heard it in your family. Stay woke. We heard it in songs, you know. Um, I was reading it came up. I didn't listen to this song. I hadn't heard of it, but it was an Erica Badu song where she says stay woke. But then now it's gone into culture and sometimes words, phrases, uh patterns, um, lifestyles get hijacked. Right. And when they get hijacked, they turn the word upside down. They use it for their own purposes. So that's kind of like the history yeah. of where stay woke came from. It's been shortened to woke, but staying alert, staying woke, understanding um, presence, where you're at. You know, you might be, you might be in the presence and it might be, you know, two or three people of color there. And they just say, hey, man, stay woke, bro. Stay woke. Right. And between those two people of color, they would understand what that meant because that definition and those sayings were brought down through their family. So it was unique to their culture. Right. It's unique to black culture. And I'm trying to explain it this way so people that are listening can understand where that came from. So I just wanted to put that in there before we get to the whole what you were going to talk about. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's really all it meant, really. It was just a, a, yeah. a term that two people understood that, you know, just be alert. Just know what's going on. Know, what's, know your surroundings and be aware of what's going on in your in your area, your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It is now being turned into a movement. It's now being turned into a, a war, especially in Florida. <laughs> because they yeah. think that being woke now is teaching something entirely different and it goes into a lot of other things i mean you you're using there was a t- term woke capitalism there i don't a, even know what that means meaning, I, I don't even <laughs> uh, yeah. washing. they were coined to describe like companies that basically said to signal support to progressive causes as a substitute for genuine change which actually makes sense so these companies mm-hmm. are actually saying we are doing something, doing air quotes, we are doing something to be considered progressive or being or helping this particular cause, but we're not really doing anything. Mm. You know, it's it's almost just like a, it's almost like what anybody does. You know, you kind of say, yeah, we're going to fix this, and they make it look like we're going to fix this. Like Homeland Security, they make you think you're going to fix it, but it yeah. really doesn't fix anything. It's just a veil of, you know, yeah perceived security it's basically just saying that you're going to do something good but not really doing something good i want to do something good got it well and so then it says it goes on now it says now it suddenly has now become a for lack of a better a political slur like how did the word turn into that how did it become suddenly just a word of basically of acknowledgement and enlightenment suddenly now has become a a verb or is being used as a negative derogatory tool for, for no reason at all, really. Well, I think on both sides, on both sides of the aisle, you know, they use the American people or people in general as a pawn. Right. You know what I'm saying? That just, it's just what it is. And um, like I was reading, um, I think an article you sent me, we were talking about the whole Stop Woke Act. Yes. And uh, I read it. I just, I, to me, and I want to read it because I don't even want to make it my quote, you know, uh, basically what it is, you know. Um, well, the, the Stop Woke Act 
is the full name is Stop the Wrongs to Our Kids and Employees Act. Yes. So we actually and, took the term woke and made it into an acronym so we yeah. can put it into a damn bill. Yeah, and it said um, to free expression and promote unconstitutional censorship, I guess, in higher education. And to me, um, I need to know what the wrongs are. You know, I know the acronym and everything. I, yeah. What is... From what I read, it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was basically saying, uh, I guess, companies, schools, colleges were teaching, you know, they were having diversity training. They wanted to teach, you know, re- like we've talked about in other um, episodes about what really happened in history or what really happens in America or, you know, how race plays a part, how sex plays a part right. and all of that in society. Mm-hmm. And I guess from what I took from it, the governor is saying he doesn't want it to happen because it makes people that are, you know, maybe not of color or are not females or whatever they are, feel guilty, feel ashamed. Right. Um, or they, they become in quotations distressed. Right. And it says, and I quote, because of the historical wrongs due to their race, sex or national origin. Right. That and um, the act prohibits teachings of lessons or business practice, such as diversity training sessions, which could make people feel guilt, anguish or other forms of psychological distress. Yes. So let's talk about it. let's start right there. Yeah. Go go ahead, man, because <laughs> I got a lot on that. Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I have no I get what it's saying, but I, diversity in and of itself is not a negative thing. It is just basically saying that there are a lot of differences between people, whatever those Mm -hmm. differences are, whether it be race, whether it be sex, whether it be natural origin, whether it be gender, whatever it is, you are different. Mm. There is nothing wrong with being different. Um, Nothing wrong about learning about our differences either. Nothing wrong about that. I mean, you have the choice. I think you have the choice to to learn that or not learn that. If you want to learn this about somebody else, that's totally fine. Um, if you want to teach that in school, I understand that there may be a line that you don't want to cross as far as um, what you But we're talking about doing. colleges because I just want to keep put this out. We're yeah. not talking about grade school kids. Right. Of which, this by is- then, you should kind of already know. Yes, when you should. College, you should already have a slight understanding of diversity as it is already. Yes, um, you should. But I don't know where the disconnect came, where all of a sudden teaching about people's differences became an issue. Oh, I know. Go ahead. I'm gonna <laughs> let you talk, brother. Uh, go ahead, man. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna let exactly you talk, more. brother. But I'm gonna keep it all the way real when I talk. No, you go ahead, man. You <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You go ahead, but I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> you tell me where the disconnect hit. Nah, man, because it's what happens as a society, and I have a unique, me and you, I think we have a unique perspective. Yes. Because of, you know, we both grew up differently. We're, we're both um, um, black males. Right. We grew up in different places, but we've had unique experiences. Correct. And we talk about them all the time just growing up, being in society and all that stuff. And what I see, because I get a chance to be around a lot of different people is I think people are, people understand that things happen in the sixties, fifties and forties and all throughout history that were wrong to people of color, to women, 
to um, the LGBTQ community, they understand that. And they, they, to a certain point, acknowledge that. But I think they want to, they want to, one, not talk about it anymore because you'll hear them say, well, that was in the past. You know, we need to move on. I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. And that's true. Right. But I also, and it might take me a little while, but I'm getting to the point of also want people to understand that if we don't learn about what happened back then, we'll make the same mistakes. Correct. In the future. Right. You know, because the lawmakers that are making laws now, some of them, I can't say all of them, you know, um, they want to play towards their base, whether they're Democrat, Republican, whatever. Yeah. They want to play towards their base. Right. And we're talking about a certain governor that is playing towards uh, his base. And he's basically saying, I don't want kids to hear about that because that's going to make us certain kids feel bad right. uh, about all the bad atrocities that happened in the past. And to me, I think you're selling your kids short, all kids short, because I think at the college level, even at the high school level, kids are intelligent. If you talk to kids nowadays, they know a lot more than adults knew at that point because of the yeah. Internet age, because of the technology age. Correct. So, so they're able to go on the Internet and decipher uh, what's going on in the world, even more than when I was their age at 19, 20, 18, 19, 20, 21. Right. Um, they're smarter. I do believe that. Um, so I don't think learning about the differences between cultures would affect the kids. What I think is happening is that the kids' parents don't want to be seen in that light. Because if you're a parent, think about your, your kid coming to you and asking you questions about, say, if you're 40, 50, you know, you grew up, you grew up in that age where they were just coming out of, you know, a lot of racism or sexism. Right. They were moving out of that period, but it was still prevalent. So I think it would make the parents of these kids more uncomfortable than the kids. That's what I that's why I really think is coming at because I think the kids that are growing up now, mm -hmm. I think that the this age, the, the kids is uh, my daughter at her age. Right. She's more intelligent than I was at her age. Right. Because you have the internet, you have social media. But you know, what do you think about that? We'll, Die more into and, and we know that the internet for what it is that you know it is not the all-knowing god but there is truth out there and there is just a bunch of crap because you know yeah. anybody can put anything up there um, yes but i do understand what you're saying that they do have this information that is immediately at their fingertips that does allow them to be a little bit more in tune than we were at that particular age um the, the, the thing about not wanting to talk about it that bothers me mm -hmm. is you can kind of flip it around when, you know, women always say men don't want to talk about their feelings and their emotions. Why? Mm -hmm. Men don't really want to talk about that because men don't talk about that stuff. Most, most men, not all. And maybe now that's changing a lot um, over the years. But <clears throat> if you were to ask a man about his feelings, he would get uncomfortable because he doesn't want to deal with that. So I'm saying to to get the parents over 
that particular discomfort that they're feeling, you're better off talking about it than to I agree. talk about it. Mm-hmm. So you're you're not making the situation better by saying this never happened. Let's not talk about it. it. Was in the past. We could go back to the days of pulling down statues and everybody lost their minds and saying, mm-hmm. and that wasn't too long ago. We we talking like it's fifteen yeah. years ago. It wasn't that long ago. No, that was like a year ago. Yeah, people were losing saying, their mind. What <laughs> people were saying? You know, if we tear these down, man, we're going to be repeating history. And you want to like, take Andrew Jackson off money? Right. What? I know. Put Harriet Tubman where? You know, I'm like, um, we're repeating history anyway. That's one thing. Yes. But a statue is not going to help me not repeat that. A statue is going to say, you're actually glorifying whatever that person was, did back then and saying that's okay because you're actually saying, we've put, we've erected a statue in your honor for all the great things you have done for America. Now, if he was a slave owner and he was just an a-hole, I don't think he needs to be up there, which is why you want to take those things down. Makes right. other people feel uncomfortable. Yes. So I think that's a part of it, like taking the statue down. Yeah. But I think in the age that we live in, in the last 30 years, especially, mm-hmm. information is key, is God. I hate to use God, but information right. is God because... What you read, that's why I remember we had the show about the school board and what your kids learn. Yes. Is important. Mm-hmm. That's why I think the fight here is, is heavy in this state because what you're able to learn, then you're able to go home and say, if, if somebody says, well, um, well, this didn't happen. You're able to contradict that. Are you able to say, well, no, nah, I learned this and I read this and I found the information over right. here that says that that might not be true. That's where I think the anger or I don't want to say anger, confusion is coming in. The no, no, guilt, the anguish will anger. come from the pain. Yeah, will come from the parents. I mean, if you, you would have yeah. think if you would have talked about um and I'm just bringing this, I'm not talking about, but, you know, talk about critical race. When yes. That was brought up in the whole situation of teaching that in schools, people lost their minds again, didn't want that. To yes. I mean, you're living in a country of freedoms, yet all of a sudden people want to suddenly start curbing these particular freedoms now to, to suit their particular needs. Yeah. And I mean, if you have a freedom to say whatever it is that you want, whatever that is, whether it be yes. or negative, then that should kind of be across the board then. If I have to listen to negative connotations or negative slurs or whatever that is from somebody else, then they should have to listen to the a similar, may not be that, but something that they don't want to hear in the same But you, know? you have, yeah, you have freedom of speech right. in this country, but you don't have freedom of consequence. Right. You know, so you can say whatever you want to say in this in this in America. Yeah, because that's what we're based on. But you don't have freedom of consequence. And what I don't what I don't like, what I don't understand if we we celebrate the fourth of July, you know, every year and we talk about America and what we write down on paper that America is about. You know, it's a big melting pot, a lot of different you know, ethnicities came together to make this country. It's not like, you know, some of these other countries that is just, you know, one ethnicity. That's what made America great. 
everybody participated in building this country. So why doesn't the history books or um, whatever publication represents or why is it not more diverse with everybody? You know, um, yeah. it'll represent more of, of the population, especially in 2022. Right. You know, that, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's absolutely correct that you know, what you've built this, what you say you built this country on is not what is actually going on today. We're almost just using that as a, a base and saying, you know, America is this. And then they turn around and they do something completely the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to tell you how great America is by saying this. People don't get mad at me. I'm not saying America is not great. I'm just saying they say that using yes. these specific words, whatever the politician is, whatever the, per- the guest speaker is, they say how great America is. Mm-hmm. But then if you go back and look at the actions of any of them, they're actually contradicting what they're saying. And don't get me wrong, America is the greatest country on this earth, but we can always get better. We can always improve. We should always be looking just like our national defense. Right. The missiles we were using in 1950, we're not using in 2022. Why? No. Because we're constantly updating our technology. And use them in the Gulf War. <laughs> exactly. We're constantly <laughs> updating. You know, right. we're not using, we were using six shooters back in the, you know, 1800s. You're going to use a six. Is a police officer going to use Exactly. Is a police officer going to use a six shooter now? No. The criminals would kill him because they have assault rifles, which is a whole nother show. A whole nother conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can talk about it. I don't even want to get into that. But just like (laughs) too polarizing. Yeah, just like we're updating our defense with missiles and bolts and bombs. Our, our fire departments, our police department, we got to update our textbooks, our histories, our diversity, because America is changing. And it's changing for the better. You know, the demographics are starting to look different. People are migrating to different parts of the United States. It's starting to look different, you know. So I, th- I just think that people, some people, not everybody, because I don't want people to listen to this and be like, man, they're just constantly saying people are, you know, Right. Um, being stuck on what's happening. No, we yeah. have to move forward. Correct. But you have to know what you're moving forward from. Yes, exactly. Otherwise, what are you moving forward to? Exactly. So, and if you don't know, you'll repeat. Right. That, that's, the past. that's the whole meaning of that doomed to repeat it. If you're not learning from your mistakes, if you know what you're moving forward from, you know not to either do that again or do that differently. Yes, you know what it reminds me of, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, stop it here. Mm-hmm. Running short on time. <clears throat> Remember that movie? Uh, what was it? Groundhog Day. Who was it? Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray. Larry Remember, Murray. he woke up and every day, it would be the same day over and over until yep. I think he, until he figured out right, right, what he was doing wrong in the day, right. Right. And, and once he figured that out, he was able to get through today. I'm pretty right. sure that's the premise of the, For of the, the movie. Part, yeah. For the most part, yeah. And it had funny parts in it and everything, but he had right. to learn it. He had to evolve over time. Because right. if he didn't learn from the state, he kept repeating the same day over and, and over again. You say that, and he was in another movie called Scrooge, where he was basically playing an updated version of Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, yeah. 
you know. I never watched that one, but go ahead. That's very funny also, but it's, it's also yeah. a story about a guy that apparently was an a-hole back in the day, had to learn not to be one so he could be a better person. Now, it's, it's a story, but it is also, there is a, a an element of truth in that you have to learn what makes you a dick to not <laughs> yeah. do anymore, right? I mean, if you know exactly what you're doing what makes you a dick, then you won't do it again. Or you'll keep doing it because that's what you want to do. So exactly. I don't know. I mean, you know, we're not, we're not, like you said, we're not trying to change everybody's mind. We're just trying to open up a door of enlightenment and kind of say that this is really what things are about. We're not here to start a revolution. We're not here to create a yeah. movement and take over the world. We just yeah. want to be open to diversity so you can understand how other people live not that you have to live like that, not that you have to change, just understand how other people live, just like you want them to understand you. Yes, exactly. You know? And nothing is wrong with debate. No. I mean, we have debates every two years and every four years when we get new elected officials. We have a debate as long yeah. as it's civil. Right. As long as it's respectful, you know. Nothing wrong and with we, healthy conversation. Nothing wrong with healthy conversation. I think that's where people... One, people are afraid to talk about topics that are sensitive, that make them look bad. And the thing about that it make is, them look bad in life. Is those you go ahead. shouldn't make them look bad because we're not talking about you specifically. Exactly. You know, when you talk about black people, people of color, and you want to talk about them in a negative connotation, I don't feel bad for that. Mm-hmm. I do feel something because it's kind of like, wow. But I don't feel bad like I have to apologize for that because... There are bad people in every race. Just like that, you know, that when you want to talk about the LGBTQ community, you know, yeah. and we have a conversation about that. Yeah. Um, you don't have to agree whether, you know, um, I can talk to somebody about that and I, I can say, well, I don't agree with that in a respectful manner. or I do agree with that in a respectful manner. We can have a respectful conversation. And we can disagree. We can disagree about politics. Right. But it's how we talk to each other. It's how we, you know, uh, interact with each other that I think is the problem. And I think that, you know, um, we have to understand as a group, if we want some of these things brought into the classroom, we have to focus on those school board elections. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got to focus on the governor elections, but the city right. commissioners, right. all of those small elections dictate who puts stuff in your children's classroom. That mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the first to admit, until I started doing this podcast, I didn't realize how powerful the school board chairman or school board committee was. Right. You know, you don't think anything of it because it's local. You just kind of think it's just a bunch of people just. Yeah. Not really doing much of anything, but you don't realize the importance in your community that they actually have. Just like judges, man, when you put these judges in, these local judges, they're important because those are the people that you're going to if you get in trouble or if your family member gets in trouble or anything. You have to go before these judges. You don't you never know where life is going to take you. So I think it's an important conversation, you know, and I'm glad we had it today and I hope it brought some light to people. Yeah, so you know, the question was, "What is woke?" What is woke, man? And what is anti-woke? 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't know what woke is, you really can't be anti-woke. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, I hope we brought a little bit of enlightenment to what woke is. And if we didn't and you have questions, feel free to ask those particular questions because that then will hopefully then start a, a, a healthy conversation that everybody gets to understand and not just people sit in the corner and have their own thoughts and just kind of go on their own way with what they think something is. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. And I hope we brought our uh, attention to what's going on in the great state of uh, Florida. You know, it's a lot going on down here, but everybody has their opinion. You can you can have discussion without argument. And even if you disagree with everything we just said today, I honestly yes. would like to hear that because I would like to hear what you disagree on and, and your reasoning behind all of that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know, uh, definitely hit us up on the our Facebook. You know, we're going to have some other platforms here coming soon. We're excited about the future, uh, about what we're going to be doing. But I definitely think this is a great topic yeah. to, to start it off with. You Very know, good. Good. no doubt, man. No doubt. You know, well, I want my go ahead. Go ahead no, go ahead. Say what you said. No, nah, mine was going to be stupid. It was going to be something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, people never stop, never stop. And that's my new phrase, man. <laughs> I was like, like, what did that even like mean? Keep on keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep on keeping on, no. man. I never knew what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> no, no, I said it once and I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nobody has ever challenged me on this, man. Yeah, yeah. We don't challenge much, man. I mean, you say stuff, and people just gotta go. Yeah, like, yeah. Keep, key, man. keep on keeping on, man. Ridiculous. Might even do a show about these dumb sayings one of these days. Who knows? I know, man. I know. All right. Well, all right. With that being said, we're gonna close this one out a little bit and see what happens and kind of go from there. I think our show is gonna be a little bit more. Uh, I'd say freestyle, a little bit freer, a little bit more open. Not that same we weren't before, but we're just going to let the conversations flow as they are, whether we had seven things to talk about today or whether we just had one. And we'll just see how it goes from there. So we hope you enjoyed today's conversation. We hope you do listen to us wherever it is you choose to listen to and or subscribe for your podcasts. We Always ask you that no matter where you are and who you're talking to, to please always remember to have a conversation with an open mind.